Whoa, rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Where Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. <laughs> it's Friday. JC and I are off in La La Land. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to the show. Um, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. <laughs> I cut my finger, JC. Congratulations. I cut my finger opening an envelope. Is that not like the most anti antiquated kind of Come way on, to soldier. get an injury? <laughs> Seriously, who you Come on, soldier. Why, the day? <laughs> why are you even reporting that? <laughs> Come on. You want some ibuprofen? <laughs> no doubt. Seriously. You want no. a little cheese with that wine? <laughs> well, I hope everybody is joining us here on Friday, ready to have a great day. I, You know, I'm... I put a lot of thought and effort into the title of our shows because I realized that you got to kind of grab people. And today I was like, it's Friday. People are either going to be here on Friday or they're not going to be here on Friday. So I'm not going to be here. Booty Gig Hates Jefferson. That's the leading story today. <laughs> really? In the news? Uh, no, 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 no. On our show. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why does... Yeah. But anyway... Why does... Was... Uh, Tom, you mean Thomas Jefferson? Thomas Jefferson. Okay, yeah, like yeah, yeah, some yeah. guy down the street. No, no, no. Not so like, like ex, not ex-boyfriend. Ex not his ex-boyfriend, Jefferson. Okay, gotcha. Right. <laughs> but Thomas Jefferson. Was Jefferson homophobic or something? No, I don't know. But I did, <clears throat> yesterday I made a, I made a blunder, JC. How's that? What, what was your blunder? Well, yesterday, well, actually on Tuesday, I promised everybody that the very next show, because I gave them homework, Remember, I texted you that if you were mm -hmm, able to do the mm -hmm. show for me on Wednesday, I had given everybody homework Tuesday night, and that they had to make sure they did their homework on Tuesday for the next show. And I forgot to go over the homework. And what was the homework? What is the purpose of a driver's license? I think we posted on the way out last time, on the in the chat. But, yeah, but if we you weren't, would, well, the, then we would if talk you're not looking at it. the chat, then right, right. you didn't the get the answer. Who are listening and not watching mm -hmm. or people who are even watching because this chat doesn't come up when you watch the show later so two minutes so, or less what's the answer two minutes or less why are you putting me on the clock I man know. just go so what is the purpose of a driver's license now i asked this to my class and the majority of the people in my class said well to ensure that we have safe drivers on the road now what's interesting jc is I actually did a Google search on the history of the driver's license in the United States. Because I happen to know the history, not like memorized, but I actually did the research for this some time ago. I, right. You give me two minutes or less, I did an entire hour show on a driver's license one time. Yeah, I know. But we're not going to do that now. But anyway, um, this idea, when I did the Google search of why do we have a driver's license, the idea was... So we have safe drivers. That's what. That's that's what. That's what Google was, said. That's what Google was saying. That's what the New York Times said. <laughs> to that's keep you what safe. The Department of, of of Motor Vehicles says the DMV, the National Highway Safety Transportation. So, so everywhere you go, everybody says, "Why do you have a driver's license?" So so me having this in my possession mm -hmm. 
keeps me safe? No, 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 no. Even if you have this in possession, if it's expired, you're not safe. It's showing anymore. people my license. Oh my goodness! What is it like secret code or something? Oh, so so it loses its magic. It loses its magic when it expires. Yeah. Wow. So so as long as it has its magic. I'm, it makes me safe. Yes, because then we never have any traffic accidents. And ever. does it does it like transmit so it keeps other people safe because I have a license? No, it's just it just it just proves that you're a safe driver. Okay. Oh, it's proof that I'm a proof safe driver. Proof that you're a safe driver, right? In <laughs> that's, that's what Google said. No, no, no. insurance <laughs> that you're a safe driver. E N S U R A N C. Insurance that you're a, a safe driver yeah. because it, you have. It that. ensures that I'm a safe driver. So here's the crazy thing, right? So when do you get your drivers? What? So so how do you insure that, right? Do we take a test every year? Right. No. No. You no, take we it don't once. Take, you take it once at the most irresponsible point in your life, right? When you're 16, 15 years old, when driving safely is not even a concern for you. Well, for if it's the most in, irresponsible point, then after that I, I would be naturally getting safer, right? Whether I have a license or not. No, I If mean, 16 is my supposed, most irresponsible, then I'm yeah, less irresponsible after but that. You, no, I, I would say, you, no, 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 that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is is that you are not concerned about the safe driving part. You're concerned about passing the test part. Okay. So passing the test gives you the magic card. Magic card. Just once. You only have to have it. But you don't have to take a test every year. But you have to pay every four years or sometimes every two years, isn't it? Is it four or eight? I don't know. Anyway, four, two, four, eight. So you have to pay for the driver's license, which ensures that you're safe. So if you can send the Department of Motor Vehicles money every four years, that ensures that you're safe. <laughs> but if you don't send the Department of Motor Vehicles money every four years, then you are no longer I'm a safe, safe driver. So the magic is in the sending, the sending, sending of, of the, the money. money. The sending of the money. <laughs> makes the card magic well, it and it makes you a safe driver. That So that theory makes sense given that the money itself is magic. Right? Because we, we have magic paper. Right? right. Our Federal Reserve notes, mm -hmm. just because they write different numbers on it, it magically becomes, you know, takes on another value. Uh, value. Yeah, so like that's a five. You have something different. I don't have. I just have two fives. So you have a Federal Reserve note that's that says five. Five. And then they can magically write. Like, Honest Abe's picture on it. They could they could bleach <laughs> literally bleach this this yes note right here. Uh -huh. Re ink it with, with a, a twenty number on it, and it magically has. And the magic a different value, even paper. though it's identical paper. So that makes identical sense. Magical yes. sending them magical money gives you the magic of I, the how, card. How ironic is that? Honest Abe is on the magic money. I heard actually that the moniker Honest. You didn't hear Abe, it. You actually read it I in read, a historical uh, web website. I'm not attesting to. The veracity of it. I'm testing to the veracity of it. I saw the 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 original source document on it. Okay, I didn't. I saw I somebody's did. interpretation who said 
that the moniker Honest Abe was actually uh, like a slur, like like calling a, a like calling a fat guy tiny, or a sh or, or a tall guy shorty or something. Right. right? So it, yeah. it, so, it so by calling him Honest, Honest Abe, Abe was insinuating he's a liar. So it was mocking him for actually being dishonest. That, was, that's what I read. Which was true to his political. Uh, it was true to the to the uh, opinion of the of those who were politically opposed to him. So you because he. Uh, because they followed his trail of Squirrel. speeches, right? They followed his trail of speeches where he gave one speech here saying one thing, drove another hundred miles, gave a speech here saying the exact opposite, playing to the crowd. Is this another stream of this consciousness stream show? stream of consciousness show. So back to the license? So back to the license. So that's that's the whole theory in a the nutshell. The whole theory in a nutshell. Well, on you Google. know, I didn't want to go in the history of the driver's license, but the history of the driver's license it started as a professional license, sort of like a hairdresser has to have a professional license. If mm. you were a professional chauffeur, then you had to have a license to drive, or a professional truck driver, then you had to have a license to drive. So now it's been foisted upon every driver. Right, so now it's foisted upon every driver because why would you need just the professional drivers to be safe drivers? So obviously a, a little piece of plastic because I gave them magic money is not gonna, doesn't make anybody safer. So what, what actually is the purpose of this thing? It's a tax. It's a tax paid for permission to drive. So because even in the state of Florida, if you if you have a driver's license and is and it's expired, and you drive on it without it being expired, now you're driving on an expired driver's license, which is a civil offense. If you drive on your driver's license after you've had a civil offense of driving while license expired, now you're driving as a criminal. The third time you drive as a criminal, you can be charged with a felony offense. And you can be a convicted felon for the rest of your life for pay, failing to pay the taxed permission slip on your magic piece of plastic. So it's interesting. So that's a civil infraction. So it's a admitting, you know, this, it's, it's... It starts off as... Now, if it's suspended because you didn't pay something, then it's criminal. But if so it's civil is like some re you didn't follow some didn't regulation, follow yeah, 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 right? But then, well, a traffic ticket is a civil violation. But doesn't that doesn't becoming criminal then basically say what you're what you're being punished for now is is not obeying the commands of your bosses. Right, because it turned, well, if it, it converts to criminal, I mean, it's not a different thing. Right, no, no, so no, it's, what, it's the exact same you, thing, you can't only say, now you've just done it too many times. Which means you actually are now being prosecuted for disobedience. Right, yes, yes. Does, that sounds more like slavery than liberty, doesn't it? Well. So you're, so you're literally, uh, I don't know why I'm using that word literally so much lately. Literally. Uh, you're actually... You're actually Purchasing permission, permission from the king yes. to move around, yes. to move from yes. place to place. Do you know what's very interesting, okay. JC? Um, God bless America. We want, to, we want to take a second to thank Matt for his super chat. Awesome. With he the gave cool us the super chat sticker. Hip, hippo 
the Transformer, Transformer Hippo. <laughs> I wonder if he's making some that. kind of a comment about one of us sitting in the chair being Transformer Hippos. <laughs> so anyway, listen to this. This is really, really cool. I think God gives me these little cool little nuggets. You know, he just drops stuff in my lap sometimes. So I'm watching this this Norwegian television show on Netflix. Because you know me, I'm nerdy. I like watching that stuff. I don't even mind reading subtitles. I'm cool with that. And so here's the here's the story. In the on the Norwegian television show, the kid is walking through the mountains. Well, this portion of the mountains was actually owned um, by a, a a person by by a company. Okay. And he was wandering through the mountains, and he came back, and he talked about uh, how he got hurt or something. And they said, well, that's owned by so-and-so. You shouldn't even be on there. He says, what do you mean? What about the right to free movement? Mm -hmm. Right? And so I was like, wow, what is that? The right of freedom of movement. Mm -hmm. Do you know in, Nor in Norwegian company, in countries, specifically, specifically Norway, it is in their constitution a freedom to travel. Hmm. You have a, a you have a natural right to roam. Makes sense. In Norway. We had that was America was built on that premise as well, a freedom to roam. But because we have magic pieces of plastic, we no longer have freedom to roam. Yeah. We have to pay, as you said it, the king's permission. Right. To, you, to. Well, you, when you just like. And that, but by the way, that was on private property. Mm -hmm. So the rule is, I looked it up. Wait the a rule is they have a right to to roam on private property that is not fenced, but you uh, must you must respect the nature and the property. See, okay. so you can be prosecuted. So you can pass through here. You can pass through. Don't, don't bother anything. But don't bother anything, right? Now, if there's a fence, then you bother the fence. But if there is no fence, then there is a freedom to roam as long as you don't bother anything. Now, That's you will be cool. convicted of a crime if you bother something. You something. If, if you, you damage injure something. If you injure property. property. Personal property. And by the way... Um, Wild animals on property, even back in English law, were considered your property. If the wild animal was on your property, then it's your property. Mm -hmm. So government couldn't even regulate. I mean, we have, we have a slight remnant of that. In that, in many states, you can still hunt on your property without a hunting license. But... Before government started this excessive regulation stuff, right? You could hunt on your property without a license because you're hunting your property. Mm -hmm. But now, because of excessive licensing, which is no more than what? Taxes, right? It's nothing to do with safety or permission. It's just extensive taxes. You can't even remodel your kitchen in your own home with property that you actually own. In many, many places in America, you can't do that inside your own home without first getting a permit. So, it's this whole 
frog in the pot of water thing. That's what I'm thinking because you can get talked into getting a driver's license because it keeps you safe. Now you can get talked into having a paying for a permit because that's what a driver's license is. It's a permit to drive. So now you have to get a permit to build, right? Now you have to get a permit to build. Uh huh. Why do you have to have a permit to build, JC, in your house? I don't know. To make sure you're doing it safely. A tax. It's to make sure you're doing it safely. That's what they tell you. Yeah, I don't buy yeah. that. No, 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 no. If I build a house, if I build a crappy house, and my crappy house falls down, who, 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 who is injured in that? Well, it depends on who's in there. Well, but see, <laughs> that's the point, though. Is it the government's problem if somebody is injured in my house? Well, I think it's the, it's the perspective. Even if somebody's visiting and gets injured in my house when I build a crappy house and it falls down. Right. I'm still the one that's liable for that, not the government. Right. Yeah, I it's think... It's not their business. You have this None whole... None of their stinking business. You have the uh, whole philosophy of preventative... Th this idea Crime of preventing prevention. crime problems, whatever this prevention mentality. I, I just uh, well the film the, gosh what was it called the one I recommended just the other day about the police state uh, thing mm -hmm. right right to resist or right do, to resist. do not resist do, do not, not resist. resist that's what it was um, and at the end of it there's a segment that goes into uh, this sort of crime prevention algorithm mm -hmm. uh, type deal where the f mm -hmm. uh, tied right, in with right, facial right. recognition yeah, and people's record and it's a pre-crime um, it's a it's a private there it's a private firm private contractors that contract mm -hmm. with the government and government municipalities to do this but that there's a whole philosophy the whole mentality of this so people throw that all of these things the licensing Mm -hmm. is all really in that mentality of preventing Well, as, as Matt Leach in the, in the chat things. room says, car insurance makes you a safer driver too. <laughs> right? Because yeah. you're mandated by it, law. You, you need some emoticon on the string because people don't understand sarcasm. They'll, right, like, right, right. they'll tune in for five <laughs> seconds. Chris <laughs> Ann said right. car insurance makes you a good driver. Anthony Gonzalez said that the code inspectors just signed permits without even inspecting his construction. How many times did that happen when we built our house? Why? Because yeah. it's not about safety. Right. It's about paying the tax. It's about yeah. paying the government, right? So really, it's you, you can't logically purchase a right, right? Because then that transforms the right into a permission. A permission is not a right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's what these license, all of this licensing stuff transforms uh rights into permissions which right. which means you're now a slave when that when something that you should normally be able to do because it's your right to do it if you then have to ask permission right you're either a child uh or you are owned by someone so mary a patriot, which we consider immoral right i right. mean that's the whole basis yeah, of the, slavery the whole basis of slavery right, right. which i want to mention something about that okay right. mary a patriot said so i can't even hunt on my own property you know mary it actually depends on where you live depends on the state actually if yeah. you hunt here, here's the thing if you hunt on your own property and you clean your own meat nobody's going to know the difference right but if you hunt on your property and you hunt and you get a deer or something and you take the deer to the butcher to, to clean and chop, the butcher has to have the tag. 
right? Mm -hmm. So the butcher's unless he decides require, not to. Unless he decides not to, right? But there's a difference but between you know operating black. You're talking right. black market, right. but or but, but as, within the law or operating within the liberty. Yeah, but as a matter of law. Right, as a matter of law. Uh, state statute. It varies from state to state. It does. So in some places you can. Uh, the law says you can hunt on your own, own land, but in some states, mm -hmm. they it's illegal. Right, uh, it is. So kind of crazy, and and you know some I want to say state. Sometimes it differs from municipality to municipality. So mm -hmm. you know which uh, some of it. You, I mean, you can understand the reasoning behind some of it, but um, in that I'm in some suburban neighborhood. I want you to step out in your front yard and mm -hmm. fire off thirty out six in a random direction or whatever. So I mean, people. And you live in downtown Detroit. Yeah, no, but I mean, you know, that's that's how people. I'm squirrel, Detroit. Right, that's how people start to think about these things, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and then can justify all sorts of restrictions uh, on other people. You know, rather than we, we were talking with the students the other day about these chicken ordinances, just just to give them yeah. sort of a, a a scenario to think through some of these processes, and and. Um, you know, most of them had the idea that they could think of all sorts of things, the noise, the chicken, the poop of the chicken, all this kind of stuff. No roosters, hens fine, roosters not fine. Uh, they could think of all these things that could potentially be a problem. Therefore, let's let's make a regulation to stop this before it starts. And I suggested at the end, sort of at the end of letting them talk, I, I said, have you ever thought about, you know, what if it's what if it's never a problem for anybody in that neighborhood? What if they don't mind? Nobody has a problem with this. Why not deal with the issue if it is a problem? When it happens, right. you already have laws for things that infringe upon other right, people's exactly. rights and property. Why not deal with it that way rather than create a whole bunch of one-size-fits-all restrictions mm -hmm. to start tying everybody down to this? And that that's well, our, to me that's the problem. Our friend in Nicole, our friend Nicole in Arlington Heights. Uh, yep. Chicago, Illinois, had a, a a temporary greenhouse over her garden so they could extend their green their growing season, and the city council had a had a snip fit, and all of the neighbors got together and went to the city council and said we don't care, and the city council said we don't care that you don't care, we're still going to have a snip fit over this. So right, it's it's about you know keeping control of your government. You said you had a question to ask me. No, I was just in the, you know, uh, we had a discussion in, or there's a discussion upcoming in the class. You go through your obligatory, any, any class you take in college, you're going to, you're going to um, run into your obligatory Marxist indoctrination section. And so this whole issue was discussing morality and the basis of morality and in this, and you know, what comes in in this morality discussion is, this is how the, the Marxists try to sneak it into the young people and have them start discussing it, mm -hmm. is do the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few? And there's this battle between the individual what are we, Vulcans? and the so-called collective. The, they'll talk about community, society. And, uh, you know, this, this is the thing. When you know, we talked about what we were saying about converting rights to permissions, then it comes in, it turns that into slavery, right? So here's the thing. Uh, when I when I was thinking about this discussion that they're trying to have, when you really when you really think through it, the idea there really is no society, right? There's no such thing as society, community, right? The collective, because mm -hmm. 
That's all a group of individuals. Right. Without the individual, and, there is no society. Well, but you can't say... So, for instance, no, no society or community in general, maybe if they're really small, but, but in general, society makes no decisions, right? It's always an individual who has to speak. Mm -hmm. It's an individual who has to decide, mm -hmm. right? So it's right. really a individual false... individual comes together to make a... The individuals of society come together to make a decision. Right. Society is a non-thing, right? So the in individual has, has to speak. And here's the thing. This is what, I'm, this is what I was getting to. Um, so if you take... The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few can't be the basis for morality. Mm -hmm. It has to be the individual. If that's not the case, then we had no moral basis to argue uh, the evils of slavery. Right. Right? Because as long as we get enough people to say, it's okay to own my neighbor and to force him to work for me, then if the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, if that's your morality, right. then slavery in that instance ha has to be okay. Right. And then and that's democracy, by the way. Right. Democracy is so, the, the many outweigh the few. So the right, the, the whatever the mob says is right. Then, and and democracy always in, inevitably comes to the end of to the end creation of slavery. So. In a democracy, you're going to create slavery because you're always in one shape or a form or another because you're always going to have a majority that comes in to take over and rule the minority. And what I and mean make rules for the minority. And what I mean by societies don't exist in that context. I'm not saying there's no such thing as societies. What I mean is society is not some independent uh, entity, some some mm -hmm. some independent acting entity. The individuals like we have. You know, you say Congress, right? Mm -hmm. Congress does this. Congress does that. No, the individuals in Congress, right? Particular people vote for a particular bill. Mm -hmm. Not everybody in Congress votes for a bill. I don't think anything's ever unanimous. So, I mean, hardly ever. Congress did something. Right. Same way in society. Mm -hmm. At what at what point do you get a, a collection? You only have you know fifty million individuals. At what point does every individual participate in making that decision? Right. Mm -hmm. that, that that just doesn't happen. That doesn't right. happen. So that's what I mean by society as some sort of moral agent, right? Mm -hmm. Because the context of the argument was the, the, a moral philosophy, which is the moral philosophy, uh, the society or the individual. You, you can't have, without the individual, you can't have a moral framework, right? If you say no individual, just society, that can't work because it's it's the individual just like i said the example of slavery did you ask me a question the arguing <laughs> ar arguing the evils of slavery was based yeah. on the dignity of the individual not the needs of society right exactly it's about human dignity so that's that's the that is the to me the you know sketchy logic of marxist philosophy it, it doesn't add up mm -hmm. they want to eliminate the concept of the individual and make the collective uh you know preeminent and that's when morality goes out the window because then it's just force mm -hmm. if we can get more people to do what we want uh then we then we're justified in doing it that's not morality 
That is totalitarianism. That is oppression. So that's my point. That, that, and that's what I meant by, as someone said, society exists. I'm not talking about society as a concept. I mean society as, a, as an independent operating moral agent. That's, that's, that's incoherent. Right. That, that's an impossibility. So Except maybe if your society is 10 people in your village, right? And you can right. get everybody, everybody gets a say, whatever. But, you know, on, on the scale of real communities, right. that, that's not possible. So Booty Gig hates Jefferson. Okay, what's his basis for hating Jefferson? Well, what do you think his basis for hating Jefferson is? Slavery. Uh, sure. Yeah, he says uh, uh, the Democrat Party's annual Jefferson-Jackson dinners need to be renamed. He says we're doing that in Indiana, <laughs> and I think it's the right thing to do. He said there's a lot, of course, to admire in his thinking and philosophy. Uh, but then again, if you plunge into his writings especially the notes on the state of Virginia, you know he knew slavery was wrong, and yet he did it. Okay. So he, he says that we can't name things after Jefferson because he owned slaves. All right. Good job. So there you go. <laughs> Booty Gig hates Jefferson. This, this stuff gets so tedious after a while. I mean, what, 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 do, you, what do you say to it? I was, I, I was reading an article... You know, some of this, I don't know how this stuff always comes across the phone, right? The little feed with the phone. I always uh -huh. get this kitsch nonsense about celebrities and stuff I don't even care about. Like, there's one came about the arguments that different celebrities, of feuds or whatever, there's right. hundreds of these things. I didn't know, like, I was just scrolling, like, oh, my goodness gracious. I didn't really know any of the people. Like, I've heard of Kim Kardashian know, so and a couple of names like Madonna society. and different things, but there are probably 99% of them. I didn't even know who these people were, but it was amazing. But, but that stuff, it's funny how this liberal lunacy manifests in the liberal society and then bites them you know what i'm saying and it's it's always the same old thing eventually it comes back to them like so booty gig now it's now it's the democrats are suffering from mm -hmm. their own nonsense but it was the guy so he's an actor i guess he was on a show called the office which i never watched uh but we did watch the jack ryan series that he played in so the guy oh, that, that guy the guy that played jack ryan the guy okay. that played jack ryan so i guess he's an elizabeth warren supporter and now he's being he's being shamed uh, because of the roles he plays as a military guy, right? Mm -hmm. Really kind of mm -hmm. uh, conservative, whatever, nationalist, warmonger kind of characters or whatever. So basically now the whole liberal establishment is, is chewing him up because he's not being a good liberal and, and being anti-American <laughs> like being he should. Speaking of being a good liberal, Zuckerberg. Right. There's, so, so there's another one. There's another one. Zuckerberg is the one that stood up at the commencement speech and said that the government, the federal government, should uh, supply every uh, American with at least $2,000 a month yeah. living wage. Universal income. Universal income. But, okay, he wants universal income, right? But now the IRS is suing Zuckerberg for $9 billion. Why? He shuffled it offshore. He has offshore accounts 
to hide his nine billion dollars from paying his fair share of taxes. More accurately, he did some offshore business in Ireland to sidestep the tax system that he brags on. Uh, paying his fair share. And and they in the the U.S. says you shorted us nine billion dollars. Nine so while, billion dollars. While telling you, the American taxpayer, you need to support everybody out of your money and give people a living wage. Taxes are your fair share. He's hiding his nine billion. Nine billion. What could? Which because the thing is, all could, of these what billionaires could do with nine billion dollars in welfare. But all of these billionaires who are for this, they could actually create a private fund and they could do this, right? But they don't do that. They don't want to write write a check and actually, okay, let's do what we say we believe in. Right. Meanwhile, all of them are hiding their money and you know putting in offshore accounts and getting tax break. Somebody use your own money. This was a crazy thing about a uh, Bernie Sanders. Somebody's like, oh, Bernie Sanders is one of the poorest. Uh, politicians in Washington, D.C. Notice the phrase, one of the poorest. So that's a relative measure. He, uh, his net worth is only blah, 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 and he only brings home, and in his taxes say he only makes blah, blah, blah. How many, how many homes did he have? Right. I mean, seriously. How I many homes do you guys have? Right. But He's got, he has at least, he has at least three. I think he has three. And they're not like, 1,500 square feet. He made at least a million off a book, you know. So, yeah, the, the, that his whole taxable whatever you call that, like, I don't know, 300,000. So re- relative to uh, the time he's been in there and, you know, the millions that the other crooks make. Right. He's been a very, a, a, a very low-performing crook. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Uh, but he's not poor. By any street, he is no. a rich guy. No. He's a rich guy. No, not he may not be one percent, but he's wealthy. Right, right. But it's the whole. It, you know, that's the thing. You see that in so Soviet- hide my nine billion, but then you know, JC and Chrisanne, yeah. make sure that you pay your three thousand that you owe, so that we can support the welfare system. But we were Russian linguists in the military. Study Russian history. You study Soviet history. It's how. It's always how it works. There, there's a there's a class. Now we're Russian bots. There's a class of wealthy elites who mouth the principles of Marxism and fairness and equality and all this stuff. Th- meanwhile, they're living it up while they ensure everyone has an equal standard of poverty. So Bernie that is, is totally not Bernie's down. not down on the poor level. He now he's probably mid range, but he he's up in the apparatus. Uh, right, he's in the apparatus of the apparatchiks who have who who they're going to have the wealth, and then they dictate to you uh, how you ought to give your money to the government, and yeah. and then they distribute it equally so that everybody is on this equally low standard. That's that's the way it's happened in every communist, every command control economy. People like to point now nowadays. People like to point at China. Oh, and all of these idiots in the mainstream media point to different countries and all oh, they're you know look at these socialist countries communist countries doing so good but when you think about command economies you you have several different aspects the pricing control uh, the closed markets mm-hmm. the state ownership of the means of production the thing about china they state were ownership. in america we have state ownership of 
of the means of production. We have state ownership of private property. I mean, yeah, seriously. same thing. So, but we just we just call it licensing, and we call it property tax. But the point is, so China was taking a complete nosedive under their command economy, and what they had, they liberalized their economy in the seventies uh, to open their. Now they had open markets, right? And then that that's what uh, part of what has fueled uh, their rise economically. Uh, in this last little while. So while people point to, you know, oh, they're look, at they're communists and they're successful, their success is actually, where you might find success in their system is actually owed to the fact that they brought in non-communist principles, capitalist principles, and that's what uh, shores up their system. Right. Here's our, our, uh, our socialists suck gear at the Liberty First gear store. I'm actually using our socialists suck coffee mug today. You can see it right there. I'm on, not. On the back side of the coffee mug, um, oh, this is the different one. Let's see. Let's go back here. Um, on the back side of the coffee mug, oh, there's our fake news one. See all this stuff that we have on the gear channel? There's so many ways to talk about this. Uh, keep your bloody right there. Yeah, there. So on the back of the cup, there, you have all the statistics: uh, Lenin and Stalin socialism, twenty to forty million dead, seven hundred and seventy thousand political executions, fourteen million political prisoners, two plus million deaths in the gulags, mm -hmm. six million deaths by starvation. Chairman Mao, 40 to 60 million dead. Um, there you go. Yeah, Chairman Mao, 40 to 60 million dead, 2 million plus buried alive, bludgeoned to death, dismembered, strangled, and shot by Red Guard youth in the fight, uh, the landlord campaign. Fight the landlord campaign. Mm -hmm. We like murdered people and buried them alive right. for an anti property propaganda. It's just like in Cuba. By the youth. Mm -hmm. Nonetheless, the youth yeah. were doing this. Right. 10 million deaths by starvation. Fidel Castro, 17,000 plus political executions, forced labor camps, execution of property uh, owners, 80,000 plus dead trying to escape America. See, this is why this gear escape stuff... Escape to America. Escape to America. <laughs> That's why this, this gear stuff is so important because we can get this stuff out there. I was trying to get to... We actually have a brand new t-shirt out uh, by relentless popular demand of several of you out there because you've seen me it's right here. with the pictures. There it is, Liberty Addict. I can't find it on so the website. So this shirt is now available. It's not available. It's on your Twitter. It's on your Facebook. And uh, so... Oh, it is on my Twitter it's, and Facebook? It's there, yep. Oh, well, we should go there and so find it. So it's there. So if you're interested in this one, uh, Liberty Addict with this design... And then it has chrisannhall.com on the back. So it's one of my favorites. I've, I've worn this almost threadbare. So, and people constantly, uh, constantly ask, uh, ask for it. So, yeah. So we, we, uh, we finally put do that something up there. about that. There it is. You want to switch it over there? Yep. Go ahead. You do that. There's Alrighty. Twitter there. There it is. Liberty Addict. Come over here, and you can probably pop up just the tweet itself. Yeah. There. And there it goes. Can't see on the Put it back on. Very good. There you go. 
So there's the Liberty Addict t-shirt, and then on the back it just has the chrisannhall.com website. Mm -hmm. But um, you guys have always, you, you guys have been asking for this for a long time now. So there it is, Liberty Addict, just for you. Mm-hmm. And this is, by the way, one of the re ways... Go to the website and click shop and then yeah. the Liberty gear. Right, exactly. This is one of the ways that you support us. So you have, you know, you can support us here on uh, Super Chat through YouTube. Right. You can support us through the website, the donate button on the website. Yep. You can support us by texting IMPACT2020 to 333777. Um, and... Uh, there's there's the Liberty gear and become a student at Liberty First University so you know what's what's amazing JC because everything every way that people support us actually makes them a part of what we do and it, it's more like a discipleship than it really is a supporting because you you have the access to our training and all this mm -hmm. other stuff so I wanted the last thing that I wanted to talk about today was the Equal Rights Amendment because this is actually coming back up in the news because we're starting to get a resurgence of publicity for this. I mean, why should we be surprised? You know, the Equal Rights Amendment, and so the people are mad at uh, this. This might actually be the end of Ruth Bader Ginsburg because Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, suggested at Georgetown University Law Center that the deadline for the Equal Rights Amendment is binding, which would have ended the Equal Rights Amendment in, in 1982. So let me explain how this works. For according to Congress and according to their legal experts, once an amendment is submitted to Congress uh, saying we're going we're gonna to start petitioning the states for this amendment. Congress says you have seven years to get three quarters of the states to agree, to ratify. And that's the deadline, seven years. Well, it's taken them, right? It has taken them from 1975 to, to this year to get enough states to come and say, hey, we will consider a vote on the Equal Rights Amendment. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg says, uh, nope, sorry, you missed that boat by nearly 20 years. And so, you know, that's not going to float well with the liberals and the feminazis and all her supporters, because remember, she's the notorious RGB, right? Yeah. RBG, RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They did, haven't you seen those t-shirts? Notorious uh, RBG. Like weekend at Ruthie's. Like, <laughs> weekend, like at weekend at Bernie's. But this might be She's what, what actually prompts them to take her out. To admit that she's no longer sane or alive. Competent. <laughs> or no longer alive. Who knows, right? January, Virginia became the 38th state in the country to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment, which makes discrimination based on sex unconstitutional. Well, it makes a lot more, than, it does a whole lot more than that, but nonetheless. So now, for it to become an amendment to the Constitution, right? So that's the 38th state. But Ruth Bader Ginsburg says, 
nope, sorry, you have to do it within seven years. So she says it's dead. She it's says dead like me. All right, so... So lefties can't be very happy about that. No. Because she was the hero. Didn't they do that movie? Oh, they did a whole movie about her. She is the hero. But, you know, even... Wasn't quite historically accurate, I heard. They took some liberties with... Like, there was one, apparently... I read a story where there was... uh, they, They kind of dramatized something that, you know, supposedly she's speaking in some case or whatever... And she wasn't even actually. No, she there. wasn't even there. She wasn't even there. But yeah, they, no, but no, they no. have her in the movie. You know, yeah. she's, she's the. He- she's the champion in the case, <laughs> and she wasn't, she wasn't even, even an there. attorney arguing before the court at the time. <laughs> right. She was like the underling attorney that went and ran the errands and made the copies and got the. I mean, I'm sure she did some research because that's what underling attorneys do. They do all the work and the sure, or, and the sure. attorneys, you know, make the argument right. You gotta earn your way, man. Yeah, right. Exactly. Just what is it? Division of labor. Well, not only that. Well, (laughs) if you work for a law firm whose entire reputation is based on performance in court, you're not gonna let some spring chicken hop into court just because they're good at research. Yeah. Because these are two different skills. Research is a completely different skill than litigation in the courtroom. Yeah, but it's not to say that she she wasn't a talented attorney as far as far as you know doing the job it's just some of her ideas are out of whack well and the fact that they had to lie i mean seriously i'm sure the woman was in court i don't understand what is the whole point of even (laughs) lying why do you have to do that my whole thing it's it's legacy building you know i mean that's the left man it's all i mean think about think about most of hollywood are these Marxists? So it's it's his marketing. Well, I mean, you honestly, you could say that in the Trump administration now. I mean, he he's accomplished a lot of what he's accomplished in the following because he's a master at at the sort of marketing side mm-hmm. of the presidency. Like the guy is a reality TV show star, and he brings that. You know, so so you really look at if you want to if you want to say classify Trump as the Republicans. Republicans are kind of late to the game of now bringing this sort of reality show uh, style to it where the Democrats and the lefties have been doing that all along. And so that's that, the RGB whatever movie RBG. was this, it's it's marketing. It's pure theater, build her legacy. It doesn't matter whether it's true because how many I people are going to check it, it out? Does, yeah, well, how many people are going to confirm whether it's true or not? They're not going to. And, I, well, they're not going to confirm anything. I saw the trailer and I was like, pfft. I'm not going to that thing. They have this. They have her in the courtroom. They have this dramatic moment, and she's argue, She's alleged. This is the case. She's allegedly arguing a case uh, for um, uh, uh, women's rights in the workplace, right? right. And uh, sh- the the judge oh, yeah. supposedly <laughs> said, "But Miss, uh, uh, but Miss." I don't know, maybe Ginsburg or Bader, whatever. Ruth or whatever. I don't know. Hey, Ruth. Hey, Ruth. Uh, oh, counsel. Counsel. The word woman isn't even in the Constitution. Apparently, the judge says this, right? That's what they say. The word woman isn't even in the Constitution. She sits up and says, well, Your Honor, neither is the word freedom. <laughs> and I was like, What? <laughs> Apparently, either Ruth Bader gets because they said Ruth sat in. She 
allegedly read the script. Yeah. And she sat on set, you know, while they were doing. <laughs> what do you think, Ruth? Is that good? Sound good? believes that the word freedom is not in the in the constitution <laughs> or you know seriously how many people walked away from okay orlise get her out of here how many how many i'm just can't even come up with the with with the adjective at the moment but how many mil, uh, millennials i'm trying to be kind i'm not trying to be, <laughs> How many millennials with their Ruth Bader Ginsburg t-shirt and glasses tattoos. And, and tattoos <laughs> walked away R from that R movie? RBG. Yeah. Walked away from that movie believing that the word freedom is not in the Constitution. <laughs> Pop quiz, people, chat room. Where is the word freedom in the Constitution? I don't it's know. not in hers. Yeah, it's apparently it's not in hers. Well, there are many ver. Maybe she didn't count, you know, the versions of it, like liberty, you know. Maybe she didn't count the entire Bill of freedom? Rights, right? <laughs> Is she implying like the Constitution has? No I mean, it's nothing to do with freedom. I. Well, no, no, no. She's implying, uh, implying that it does, that it does, but it's not the but word isn't in there. But it's a crazy comeback. I mean, just to think about it, it's an, it's an absurd comeback. So but it was supposed to be like this most brilliant yeah, it's clever. mic drop moment. Right. But if you think it like if you think it through, what is she arguing with it with a judge allegedly says, you know, women women are not there. So is she agreeing with the judge? Well freedom isn't either. And he goes, Wow, that's awesome. No women, no free people. I love this great I, like i didn't even think about that like well, see, all, we're just gonna have men and slaves like so it sounds like she's confirming okay, did she think she's rebutting this is what she should have said well your honor neither is the word man because the word man is nowhere in the in the constitution either but men is no right. men that's is not the in the constitution or that's a preamble where what's the one? No, that's in the Declaration, that's in the right? Declaration all, of yeah, Independence. Yeah. All men are created equal to the Declaration yeah, yeah. of Independence. The word "man" or "men" is nowhere in the Constitution either. I'm just kind of scratching my head, like, what is, what does that mean? What was the point of the statement? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be a clever dry, mop, mic drop moment, you know? Oh, RBG is so awesome. She's lit. Right. Freedom's not in the Constitution. Okay. So, what's the implication of that? What are they arguing? That's what I want to know. What are you arguing by saying freedom's not in the Constitution? Are you are you endorsing slavery? No, you're endorsing, endorsing your, tyranny. No, you're 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 showing your own ignorance. Good right? job. Showing your own. Thank you, Richard Kramer. Richard Kramer gets a hundred percent on the test today. On where do you find the word freedom in the Constitution? Okay. <laughs> dragon state. Dragon. Dragon's talent. Dragon's talent. Is she, it Dragon's Talon yeah, or Dragon's, Dragon's Talon? Talon. Oh, Dragon's yeah, Talon. 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 Okay, so she was using the Venezuelan Constitution. <laughs> no. Makes sense now. To, yeah, there you go. There you go. Makes sense. Yeah, she's lit. She's lit. She's like the old, when, how we used to say what lit meant. Like she's lit. What is that? Which meant you're drunk. Oh, yeah. Lit, right now lit. it's like you're cool or whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that lit meant drunk either. 
Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was a southern thing. I don't know if we we didn't use that in 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 the Yankee uh, state. The chat room would have to <laughs> say so. Maybe you were lit. Maybe you were you were lit so much that you missed it. <laughs> Back in the seventies. Back. Oh my goodness, I was a child in the seventies. <laughs> I was not getting drunk in the seventies. <laughs> JC was born in the seventies. I robbed the cradle. That's the rumor. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'm hoping you guys have a great, great weekend. Uh, I'm glad that we could uh, we could spend this Friday evening with you. Uh, we have a great week coming up. <laughs> Can I drool? Jay-Z's doing it. That's not his drunk impression, Mary. That's his Ruth Bader Ginsburg impression. <laughs> I object. <laughs> Uh, I should get behind you and go like this. I <laughs> object. <laughs> object. All right, guys. We have a big week coming up uh, next week. Lots going on. Chris Ann B on the road doing things. And uh, so JC and I have got to figure out how we're going to do the show next week while I'm gone. But we'll make sure that we do this and we have fun. I hope we had fun today. I was hoping this would kind of be fun. That's why I named the show Beady, Booty Gig. Booty gig. Somebody said that's not how you say his name. Booty gig. What? You're kidding. That's not how you say his name? That's not how you say his name? I like it better that way. What is it? It's booty gig. Oh. I can't help it. Hey, look. Booty judge. If he doesn't know how to pronounce his own name, (laughs) that's not my fault. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so. Booty gig. Somebody tell booty gig how to pronounce his name. Apparently, he doesn't know how to pronounce his own name. Sorry. Well, I hope we had fun today. This was supposed to be a little bit fun. So, uh, thank you, guys. Liberty's not always serious. Liberty is the right to be fun. Liberty is the right to offend. Liberty is the right to be lit. See ya. God bless you guys. See you on Monday.